It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Kutcher. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 20th day of, uh, my God, ain't this August? September. Uh, uh, 20th day of September 2016. We're here with my co-host, Jay Basser. And uh, today our guest speaker is Glenn Johnson. Uh, by golly, he works for Champ VA Insurance. Anything you need to know about Champ VA Insurance, he's the go-to guy. How you doing today, Glenn? I'm good, Gerald. Uh, thanks for having me on the show again. And, well, that's uh, an honor. I'll tell you the truth. It's an honor. Oh, well, um, thanks. I uh, I like coming on, talking to the vets, giving them the, the scoop on everything. So, Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, we got, uh, I, got a, I got a couple of things to talk about today. Um, the first thing is... Uh, we've had a, a whole bunch of reorganization going on, and, and we have some more to go. Um, our office, uh, that once upon a time was the Health Administration Center, and then it became the Chief Business Office for Purchase Care, in two weeks on October 1st will now become the VHA Office of Community Care. That shouldn't affect the folks with CHAMP VA. That's just sort of a uh, an admin thing. Um, it's, uh, it's promises to be a good fit for the VA and it's, it's all part of trying to get, uh, a, a lot of these different, uh, programs out there corralled. And, uh, so we're, we think it's going to be a good thing, but one of the, one of the, uh, um, programs that, that, uh, we picked up and we become uh, community care is what's called the retail uh, immunization uh, program. Uh, and, and basically what that is, it's the program where uh, Walgreens and the VA have teamed up and VA will give veterans uh, who are registered as uh, patients with the VA, will give them uh, no cost uh flu vaccinations at any of their retail outlets anywhere in the country. There's over 8,000 of them. You know, so, that's really a good deal, Glenn. Uh, now, this is any veteran that's, well, you have to be registered with the VA as going to right. one of their medical facilities. Right. Uh, so if you're a veteran and, and you have uh, a VIC card, uh, meaning you signed up and you're uh, 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 at least with uh, signed up for uh, uh, to be the patient with the VA, either a medical center or a clinic. Um, if you're in that in that network, uh, all you have to do is you take your VIC card and another uh, state or federal ID that's a photo ID, so we we know who you are, and uh, take it to any Walgreens, and they'll give you a. Uh, a flu vaccination, no cost to uh, to the veteran, and within 24 hours, that information is transferred to your uh, electronic patient record at the VA Medical Center so that uh, your uh, flu shot is recorded as part of your uh, uh, medical file. That's really a good deal. Yeah. That is. Uh, with that, this program has been growing. It started uh, 2013 as a pilot and it worked out well then and in the last couple of years it's it's really gained some momentum they gave over 65,000 shots last year I believe um, and so this year we're hoping for more um, this this particular contract is interesting in that it's, it's not a sole source contract meaning other retail providers could bid on it if they want we were really hoping that we would get more um, retail providers out there uh, to participate in the program. Um, we came close this year. Uh, apparently, CVS had uh, shown some interest in it, and we were we really thought they would participate, but they uh, didn't secure the correct vaccine in time. Uh, 
So they were excluded this year, but we're hoping that they put their hat in the ring next year and maybe some of the other ones as well, maybe Rite Aid or that sort of uh, uh, partnership. Uh, this particular contract is interesting in that where they're, you know, usually when uh, the government puts a contract out there for bid, one person wins it. Uh, this contract is, was actually written so that uh, multiple people could participate if they'd met the, the criteria. Unfortunately, they didn't this year. So next year, maybe we'll be talking about Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid doing it. I, I think that would be a great thing and give as many people uh, uh, a chance to get their no-cost uh, vaccination as, as possible. You know, well, in, uh, in the long run, won't this uh, actually uh, save... Uh, Costs to the VA, I believe, uh, in the long run, especially if you get multiple bidders. Uh, oh yeah, com- well, competing for well, the the VA works really close with the CDC and and a lot of other healthcare uh, entities. Um, everybody pretty much recognizes these days, anyways, that uh, a flu shot is the way to go. Uh, now, uh, having said that. Uh, and I'm sure somebody out there will go, well, what about last year when you didn't get the right vaccine? Well, okay, it, it isn't a perfect method. Um, but most health, you'd be hard-pressed to find a health care provider out there that didn't see the value in getting a flu shot. Um, and, and in particular, for veterans, this is really important uh, for two reasons. One, um this is a great way for rural veterans to get a no-cost vaccination. Many of our veterans uh, live uh, out in the boonies like I do, and there isn't a clinic or a VA medical center that's, that's really close by. But most towns have a Walgreens. I mean, there's over 8,000 retail outlets uh, for, for Walgreens. And in many cases, um, uh that is there. That's closer to them than any VA medical facility. Uh, last year, 29% of the VA patients who received a flu shot at Walgreens were classified as rural, or highly rural, by uh, uh, by the VA uh, zip code map. And so, this was an opportunity for a lot of people to get that that no cost vaccination. Um, without having to trudge all the way into a major town where they might have a clinic or a medical center. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing, you know, there's a lot of vets. You know, if you're over 50 and you're not getting a flu shot, then you are not doing yourself any favors, you know. there's uh, uh, The people that are most susceptible uh, to influenza are people um, in above the age of 50. Uh, influenza, uh, as you know, it's, it'll knock you knock you for a loop. It comes with chills and fever and aches and uh, dizziness and nausea and, and all of those things. And that's that's not enough for a younger person to take. But when you get middle aged and older, and please don't be offended by that term middle aged, because I'm right there in my fifties with with you folks. Um, that can lead to a lot more. It can lead to pneumonia. It can lead to a lot of other issues simply because it's, uh, it takes a little bit more control over your body when you're when, when you become uh, well aged, and uh, uh, you're really uh, you veterans out there who kind of poo poo it. Um, I don't need it, and it doesn't always work. And okay, well here's the deal. It's it's not a live vaccination, meaning it's not a live entity. So it's not it shouldn't make you sick. Um, if it does, then it's probably in your head. But you may find some discomfort. But in reality, it shouldn't be affecting your body that way. You know, we had a lot of people here at work where I work because I'm in charge of the flu vaccination program here at work. Who I'm not going to take it because every time I get a shot, it makes me sick. Well probably something in the placebo world you you think you're going to get sick and so you make yourself feel sick from the shot but they're not live they're not live viruses they're injecting in you so there shouldn't be any problem at all and it, it's, it's not going to hurt you to get it and it's only going to help you know, if it prevents you from getting influenza even 
even one time, um, then, then you're ahead of the game. This is a no-cost sh- uh, shot. It's not uh, uh, going to cost any veteran who can uh, produce their VIP card and their uh, uh, other form of ID. It's not going to cost them any money. And it may end up saving your life. You never know. Well, absolutely. You know, I got a Walgreens about six blocks from the house. I could ride my wheelchair right on over and get poked. Sure you could. Yeah. Yep. All you got to do, like I said, is show your uh, VIC card, your veteran's identification card, and uh, show another uh, government photo ID, and, and they'll do it right there, and they will upgrade, update your VA medical uh, record, and uh, you get your shot, be nice and healthy, and go on your way. It's it's a really great program. And like I said, we're, we're hoping that next year um, – as this gains a little bit more traction every year, that we get some more uh, network uh, retail providers that will help us out with this. And, and, you know, we could make it, if we got those guys on board, we could make it so just about every pharmacy in the country can give you a free shot if you want. And, well, and we're really we're looking forward to it. Um, oh, I know. And, you know, it's uh, we use the term no cost as opposed to free. Uh, because it might be free to the veteran, but it, it costs money because the VA is paying for for that vaccine. So it's um, you know that's why there's a contract and contractors bid on it. Um, so there is a cost associated. It just isn't a cost associated out of pocket for veterans. Now, you know, one thing I guess this probably shouldn't enter in, but. They're not going to run this deal where they give some a percentage of veterans placebos and a percentage of them the real deal. No, this isn't this isn't a study of any kind. This okay. is this is a straight up healthcare initiative. It's there for uh, it's the VA's attempt to uh, create a, an environment where a veteran can get. Uh, a no-cost flu shot in as many places as they possibly could. And right now, that's you can still get your free uh, vaccine down at any clinic, VA, medic, uh, VA clinic or VA medical center. We're still offering those. This isn't an either-or. Um, yeah. This gives, this gives a, a chance, especially to rural veterans uh, or veterans who, who can't travel very far, even if there is a medical center in their town, um, you know, maybe perhaps they're not overly ambulant. Um, they don't want to go all the way to a medical center, but they live across town and there's a Walgreens nearby. They can always go, just like you said, you could take your wheelchair six blocks over and do it instead of having to go all the way to where your nearest VA medical uh, facility is. This is this really a great, uh, uh, a really great initiative. Uh, the, the VA started a few years ago, and uh, we're, we're just hoping every year it gets bigger and bigger until uh, everybody can get a shot either straight from the VA or go to one of our partners and do it. I think it's a wonderful program. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see more things like this uh, come along uh, for the veterans, kind of make it a little bit easier on them. Yep. I think you know part of the part of the uh, issues that uh, have, have been in the news lately, and and I'm not going to go too far astray on this because uh, somebody will take my opinion as gospel, and it's just my opinion. But um, creating a, a a way for uh, uh, really good access for veterans um, uh, to get their health care is is really critical uh, to the VA right now. Um, that that is really one of the uh, uh, issues that is that has uh, really brought some negative negative publicity to the VA. Um, but you know things like like the retail uh, immunization program um, choice, even though it's it's had a little bit of a rough start, it's starting to pick up traction in some places and, and get it squared away. 
Um, I think those those types of programs are, are really uh, what the VA and Congress are taking a hard look at in terms of satisfying the accessibility needs of veterans and their and sometimes their dependents as well, like the Champ VA. And uh, uh, you know, the the more opportunity you have to go someplace and be serviced, the better off your healthcare uh, results are going to be. Um, and and that's that's you know you you've all seen uh, the candidates on on TV talking about it, and it's certainly been in the press a lot. Uh, that is really uh, a hot topic not just for the VA, but for the country in general. And I think they're going to see some substantive changes um, coming out reasonably soon, or at least in the near future, that they're going to start addressing um, exactly that. Uh, we learned a lot from the CHOICE program and, and uh, how it worked. It was set up very, very quickly. Um, and so there was a little bit of a rough start to it, but we're starting to see uh, the things that worked the best, the things that didn't work so well, and we're applying those. Uh, we've always been a reasonably good organization at learning our lessons and applying them. Um, and so I, I think in the near future, in the next uh, year or two, certainly with a new uh, president coming in uh, from one side or the other, this is a hot topic for both of those candidates, and so you're going to see a lot of attention paid to veterans and their health care in the next few years, and I think we're really going to make some uh, uh, great strides here in, in uh, um, tackling some of the major issues, accessibility being one of them. Oh, yes, uh, and, and, you know, that's going to be for the better. Um uh, of course, depending on which candidate, but um, you know, let's hope that whoever does get into office really uh, takes a look at the VA uh, and and uh, uh, supports it uh, better than what it's been supported in the past. Uh, I think it's it's allowed to fall backwards somewhere, uh, and some ways, uh, like you say, some things are moving forward, but uh, we're losing ground in other ways. Well, I th I think you'll you'll find that in in a lot of issues, frankly. Um, but here's here's the here's the opportunity that veterans have. Veterans um, are amazingly well regarded in our country for their service. Uh, we appreciate them. I know certainly um, some of the veterans or a lot of the veterans that came back from the Vietnam conflict were uh, uh, not treated well and uh, uh, we, we really dropped the ball as a nation during that time period in taking care of, uh, of, of those young men and women who came back and had issues. Um, you, veterans, because of because of the the last two conflicts um, in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, Gulf War, and and certainly because there's a, a great number of uh, Vietnam era uh, veterans still out there and 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 being active and politically active, they have an enormous amount of power. Uh, the veterans' issues are at the front of just about every news outlet. Um, they're on; it's on the tip of every, on the tongue of every congressman and senator out there. The outgoing president and the two people who are vying to be president constantly talk about veterans. I, I can't think of a time, at least in my lifetime, where they, where the veteran community has been such, or has had such an enormous amount of political will and power. Um, and, and now is the time uh, to start using some of that power. Um, I, I, it doesn't really matter what side you're for. Um, you need to get out and vote if you're a, a veteran, and you need to get active in politics if you're passionate about um, uh, getting the VA uh in, in, in a better state, 
and to have better service to our veterans and to get better care and accessibility to our veterans. Now that now is the time. Now is the time to vote. Now is the time to say something. Now is the time to become active and um, get the ear of your elected officials and, and, and make them, um, A, fulfill some of the promises they might have forgotten during the last election period and to uh, uh, really focus their political will and might um, to get some of these these critical issues uh, addressed. Um, and so a few veterans out there, you know, people who think, well, you're just a little guy and you don't have anything that nobody's going to listen to what you had to say or what you say might be too small to be heard. I think uh, although that may have been true in the past at different stages, right now, right here, right now, you guys as, as a group have never had more political clout than I don't think ever. It, so. uh, it, I think you're right about that, Glenn. Uh, and I've noticed more and more veterans uh, on a lot of these uh, news uh, stations, uh, the media are paying more attention to a lot of veterans because, you know, we have uh, veterans that's come back from the Middle East there, uh, in, in really bad shape, uh, you know, arms and legs and everything gone, and and uh, it's it's really a mess. And and right now, if all the veterans would join together and support their candidates, uh, like you say, go vote. Uh, everybody has to go vote. Yeah. And and let your opinion be known. Uh, you know, you're a veteran, and here's what I'm, I think about things, and 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 uh, help us here. Yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely correct, and I encourage everybody to get involved. Um, and whichever side you happen to be on, remember we live in a democracy. Democracy and uh, democracy revolves around. Uh, participating in the process and if you don't participate in the process then it's really hard to sit there and criticize the outcomes of for, of things you didn't bother to participate in that, that's and, right yeah and, and there's an awful lot of issues going on with veterans right now not just with uh, federal issues like VA um, but also state issues um, there's there's a big push in many states these days to get better benefits, state-level benefits for veterans. And it just saddens me when I hear people complain about this doesn't happen in their state or how come we don't get that benefit here in Colorado, but they have it in Texas or Tennessee or Wisconsin. And you find out people just don't bother to go out and vote or discuss it. Wow. Then, then you don't really have a leg to stand on to complain about it. You know, I like uh, the way Missouri's got it set up. They send out an email. Of course, you have to prescribe to them uh, the legislation here in Missouri and uh, t telling about the bills that's been introduced and gives a brief description of them. And you can call, like, your representative and uh, say, you know, I... This is a good bill. I'd like like you to support it, and uh, even uh, send them an email uh, back. Uh, and and I think it's a, a pretty good deal because a lot of people don't know what's going on in, in their own district. Well, here in Colorado, we have, um, and I will give it a plug, even though I'm I'm sort of on the federal. Um, bandwagon today, um, but we have an organization in within the state of Colorado. It's called the United Veterans Committee of Colorado. It's a chartered organization, uh, but the membership for that organization is the leadership of all 51 veteran service uh, organizations within the state. And they meet monthly, and they have a legislative committee, and they go and they promote different legislation, and they go and talk to Congress. And they hold meetings, and they invite 
governor and, and all the elected officials, both the national level, Congress and senatorial people, but also the state level um, uh, congressmen and senators. And they, they wield an enormous amount of political power within Colorado. And because they're very well organized, they engage a lot of veterans. We have about half a million veterans in the state of Colorado. Um, and they, they represent a lot of them. And that particular formula, I know, is being copied uh, in a lot of different states now. I go to the meeting uh, as part of my duty with the VA. I go every second Tuesday of every of every month, and I get to see who's there and who, who talks about what. Um, they are very well organized, and I, we've had a number of delegations from different States come and watch how they do their their job and have replicated that. Uh, you might want to look into it, uh, into whether your state has something like that. I don't. It might be called the United Veterans Committee, or maybe uh, Veterans of Missouri, or it may be um, called something else. But I would look into that. And the more traction that those organizations get, you know, the more uh, uh, the more benefits the veterans in that state. Uh, are entitled to, and they, they do a really great job. You know, they've done things like uh, um, uh, they've gotten uh, tax uh, tax breaks for disabled veterans and widows of veterans, uh, property tax breaks. They got um, uh, funding for uh, the uh, state-level veterans affairs through special license plates, um, they have uh, health care funding uh, from tobacco, from suing the tobacco companies as a group and getting that money. They're, they're, really, they're really quite savvy and well-organized. And really, at that grassroots level, um, that really can make a difference in your community. You know, the VA, uh, we, we, we uh, take care of veterans all over the country, but we're at, really at a pretty high level. Uh, we're at a 20,000-foot view. Uh, when you get to the uh, uh, state and local level, there's a lot going on. People focus on the VA, and they sort of forget that, hey, I live in Colorado, or I live in this county in Colorado, or and what's happening here, you know? And, and when you start looking around at, at, at the grassroots level, I think you'll find that there are a lot of opportunities and benefits for veterans that each state um, provides. <clears throat> and as a lot of them go unnoticed because a lot of people are focused on the federal level. Okay, what what's there with DOD for me? What's there with the VA for me? And they forget that that whatever state or community or, or county they live in all have veteran services, and they may be overlooked. And so um, if you can find out in your state, you folks out there, if you have a uh, – uh, United Veterans Committee or something similar, you might want to look into participating in that. Or if you haven't and you find out that the leadership of your veteran service organization is not participating, you might want to uh, address that with them and say, hey, look, you know, there's some opportunities here for us to really make some gains within our communities here at the local level. This is something you might want to invest your time in. I think it'd be, you'll find it's, it's really worth your while. Oh, absolutely. I agree. And uh, every state has a little bit different benefits than from one state to another. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a must uh, for veterans to contact uh, their state uh, uh, VA. Oh sure, and and uh, see what benefits actually are there for you, and, yeah, well, and uh, if you can get these groups to join together, they can uh, swing a pretty big hammer. You know, well, here's here's the deal. If you look at if you look at states like Wisconsin or Texas, both of those are just wow, over the top veteran friendly. They have all sorts of educational benefits, all sorts of health benefits, all sorts of property. And tax benefits, small business benefits. Um, there's, uh, I know in Texas, if you're a member of the Guard or Reserve, your children can go to the state um, universities and colleges either for free or at a very, very discounted rate. Same with uh, Wisconsin. 
Well, there's a reason those states have that. The the elected officials didn't dream all that stuff up on their own. Veterans got involved, and they talked to their elected officials and had them present that legislation to their their, their uh, state-level Congress and have those things approved. That's how it works. If if you're a veteran and you're sitting in a state where you don't have very good uh, uh, benefits and you're lamenting that fact but you're not doing anything about it, then you're really you're just contributing to your own misery. You, you need to get out and get politically motivated. You need to go out and talk to the people you elected to take care of you. And uh, that's that's the bottom line. Those states have great benefits because the people and the veterans in that state demanded it. And that's how they got it. So, yeah, you need to, you need to get out there and be involved. Absolutely. Yeah, so a couple other things. Uh, Champ VA. Let's talk about Champ VA really quick. Oh. <laughs> We, uh, I know we got kind of sidetracked. It's fun to talk yeah. politics, I know. Uh, Champ VA, so here's something that's come up recently with Champ VA. Um, you know, it used to be, well, Champ VA has a, has a, a sub-program to it. It's called Meds by Mail. <clears throat> and Meds by Mail <clears throat> is, is an aspect of the Champ VA program where if you have no other health insurance with a pharmacy benefit, uh, the federal government will mail to you all of your drugs for free in 90-day blocks. There's no copay. There's no cost share. You don't even have to pay for uh, the postage. And it's a fantastic program. We have thousands and thousands of people who use that program. It works very, very well. Um, but there, it wasn't always the easiest program to navigate sometimes. Uh, a couple of things about the program. Um, one, it takes, you only have generic medicine. So if you need a name brand, you'll probably have to go to the pharmacy and, and use your Champ VA card there and, and just pay your, your cost there. Uh, you won't be able to get it for free. Um, that was that's, that's one aspect of the program. Um, the other pro issue with the program for a long time to get a new drug added to your formulary, meaning uh, a new drug added to the list of the ones that would be mailed to you, you had to have a um, wet signature prescription, meaning you had to go to your doctor and get a paper prescription with an ink signature and send it to us. <clears throat> and uh, anybody who's been to the doctor in the last uh, uh, five years or so will know that that's not really the way the rest of the world was working. Uh, my doctor, if I go to see her, she'll write a prescription. She'll send it over to my pharmacy. I just run over there and get it. Uh, I didn't need the wet signature. I didn't need the paper one except for uh, narcotics. Um, but maintenance meds, they just send it over, and you start getting your med medications from them. Well, uh, we finally got our ducks in a row, and we started doing that. As of late last year, and uh, I might have mentioned this on the, the show before, but I'm going to mention it again because it's, it's a good thing. Um, starting uh, late last year, early this calendar year, um, they made it so that you can uh, your doctor can simply send them and send uh, meds by mail and electronic prescription. You don't have to go through the big paperwork drill anymore. So you just when you go to the doctor, if you're in Champ VA and you're hearing this and you haven't gotten a new prescription in a while and you want to get it for free through the mail, um, go ahead and have your uh, doctor just send the prescription to whichever servicing office you have. And uh, you can look up which office is yours on, uh, online. Uh, however, I can tell you if you're east, of the Mississippi, your servicing uh, office is going to be in Dublin, Georgia. And if you're west of the Mississippi, your servicing office is going to be Cheyenne, Wyoming. Hmm. And uh, if you go ahead to your doctor and have them uh, uh, electronically send that prescription to whichever office you need to send yours to for the meds by mail program, you'll start getting your medication in the, in the mail for free in about three weeks. 90-day blocks with no cost to you, and uh, it used to be when you had to renew um, a prescription, 
Originally, it was you had to keep sending in the paper ones, and then we made it electronic. And so now the initial prescription now matches the subsequent uh, prescription process in that you can send uh, either an initial prescription or a uh, refill to meds by mail electronically. That should save uh, everybody a lot of hassle and time. Oh, it and sure does. Yeah, and and when we got uh, uh, when we got that going, um, it worked quite well right off the bat. It's it's really made a difference in, in how much time people are spending having to manage their 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 pharmacy uh, benefits with us. Uh, you know, uh, last year, last year we processed uh, 16 million healthcare claims for Champ VA to the tune of about 1.4 billion dollars. We spent, on average, per Champ VA beneficiary, about $4,000 per person. The vast majority of that money, well over 90%, uh, was nothing but pharmacy claims. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, so there are a lot of folks out there using... Uh, uh, Using using prescriptions to to get themselves a, a happier and healthier lifestyle, and and we 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 applaud that. Well, we just made it a little bit easier. So now, if you uh, have meds by mail, um, you can certainly uh, uh, go tell your doctor that hey, you don't have to give me the the wet prescription anymore. We'll just send it off to uh, just go ahead and uh, send it by. Uh, electronic messaging over to the uh, meds by mail office and uh, we'll get that started for you you know i set that up with my doctor several years ago because i i use the va and then i use the doctor in town too uh-huh. and uh, i fixed it up between him and the va where he just sends my prescription electronically over to them and they mail them to me Mm-hmm. So, uh, although it's not Champ BA, but it's working the same way as what you have set up there. Oh, sure. And that's, because... that's an excellent, I mean, it saved me a lot of hassle. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing with uh, um, meds by mail or medications coming through the mail um, from the VA, they all come from the same place. They come from the Consolidated Mail-Out Pharmacy in Topeka, Kansas. And it's a, a giant building, about the size of three or four Walmarts put together. And inside is every drug in the uh, VA formulary. And lots and lots and lots of robots. And everything's done electronically, and, and your uh, your prescription goes up there. And they say, okay, Gerald Cook needs his lisinopril, 10 milligrams, 90 days worth, a robot runs around in there, packages it up, and sends it off to you. And that mechanism is no different for you than it is from uh, for the Champ VA folks. Well, it sure works great. Yeah. In fact, if uh, uh, if you you or any of your listeners find themselves in Topeka on an afternoon with nothing to do, you can go to the Consolidated Mail-Out Pharmacy there, and they will give you a tour. Well, that's a good deal. Yeah. Oh, I may go through there because I don't live that far from Topeka. Oh, yeah, you're in Missouri, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right here on the southwest. Well, Kansas is about a rock so away. Yeah. I can go so, up yeah, there. I'm on a race game with them because they keep crushing up all my boxes. Oh, <laughs> that's probably the postage. That's the yeah, postage I think thing. it is. Not to knock those time. guys, but. And looking oh, for something, I don't know what. And I, and I wanted to give uh, for you folks, Champ VA folks that have got that have meds by mail. There's a couple of things about getting it through meds by mail. One, uh, we we can't mail to a PO box. That's become a, a, a significant issue in the last few years because you know there's there's a big opiate addiction problem in our in our country, and so. Because the DEA does not allow uh, medications to be sent to a PO box, if you're in a rural area, um, we get a lot of a lot of ne'er do well folks out there running around poking through everybody's 
mailboxes looking for different types of drugs they can either sell or take themselves. Oh. And so we've had some issues in the past with that. Um, there's not really a good way around that uh, because the law says, and it's not a VA law, it's, it's a law that's set forth by the Drug Enforcement Administration that we cannot mail uh, drugs to a P.O. box. It's got to go to an actual house. Um, so uh, just be cognizant of the fact when you sign up for Meds by Mail, if you live in a rural area and and people rifling through your mail to steal things is an issue, just just make sure you, you know that. So when you're expecting something and it, if it it's stolen or doesn't show up, you can keep keep track of it um, and know to go down to the pharmacy, replace that with uh, on-the-spot service from the pharmacy rather than uh, uh, meds by mail. And make sure you call the meds by mail folks and let them know um, that you've had uh, their packages stolen from your your mailbox, uh, so they can they can do the appropriate investigation as well. Um, another thing that we've we've run into um, is uh, people that are on pain uh, therapy, in particular. Um, you know, the federal government does not mail Class II narcotics, um, which are the strongest type of, of uh, narcotics that that are out there on the market legally. Um, we don't mail those. That's against the law. So. If you are a Champ VA beneficiary and for whatever reason your doctor wants to start pain mitigation therapy, uh, something like the fentanyl patch um, or long-term pain, pain management, uh, meds by mail is not going to participate in that. It's against the law for them to mail that stuff. So um, you're certainly, and we highly encourage everybody to do it because it's free medication. It will save you a ton of money. Uh, but really, uh, the Meds by Mail program is designed more for maintenance medications um, than uh, uh, emergent medications and certainly not narcotics. Uh, so it's really disheartening to hear that somebody's medication was stolen uh, because we don't mail the type of medication that's going to be able to be resold or get somebody um, high. Um, it's they're just stealing people's medicine and usually end up throwing it away because they can't do anything with it. So it's really just a waste. Um, so just be cognizant of the fact that uh, uh, if you live in a rural setting and that's happening in your community, make sure you get out there and get the meds from the mailbox as soon as possible. Um, and remember, we're not going to be able to mail to you any kind, no matter where you live, we're not going to be able to mail you any kind of narcotic medicine, even though it's been prescribed. You can certainly, as a CHAMP VA beneficiary, go down to your pharmacy, give them the prescription, pay your cost share, and uh, uh, just keep moving. You can always double dip, um, but uh, uh, just just. Be cognizant of the fact that there are issues out there that that may affect you getting your your uh, desired medication through the mail. So, on their uh, narcotics, uh, should someone a veteran be taking narcotics? Could they get that at their pharmacy, local pharmacy, and then send the bill into? Champ VA and get reimbursed. Yeah, if you're a Champ Champ VA beneficiary um, and you get a prescription, let's say for Vicodin or Dilaudid or Fentanyl or any of those really high-powered pain medications, um, yeah, if you get that prescription, you can you can take it down to any pharmacy um, and and certainly send us the bill. Now, if you uh, have the the Champ VA Optimum card, which is it's it's simply a card that should have come to you if you have no other health insurance or the pharmacy benefit. Um, it's the pharmacy benefit card for Champ VA. Just take that down there, and you can get that prescription filled fine. Um, we're just not going to mail it to you. That's all. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's yeah. still, you know, uh, uh, 
a good deal. I mean, you know, uh, I, I think the BA don't mail out any narcotics mm-hmm. anymore. So, no, they don't. And 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 just another side note, real quick on the men's by mail program. Uh, we were just talking about double dipping, getting some of your meds medications from meds by mail for free, and some of them you go down to the store and you pay for. Another group that you want to go down and pay for is emergency medications. If you cut your hand and it gets infected, and your doctor says, "Wow, you got to start taking these antibiotics today." Um, then you need to go down to the pharmacy and fill that and start taking those antibiotics today. You don't want him sending the prescription off the meds by mail and waiting two weeks for your medication to get there for the first time. That's that's not going to do you any good. And, and we've had a couple of sad cases where people do that. They think they're going to save the money. I want it for free. And next thing you know, they've got serious health issues because they didn't take the medication um, when they were supposed to because it didn't show up from meds by mail for the first three weeks, two to three weeks. So, you, uh, uh, yeah, don't do not do that for emergency medications. Uh, just do it for uh, uh, your maintenance meds, uh, things that you're buying recurringly over a long period of time, blood pressure medicine, you know, that sort of thing gout medicine, um, arthritis medicine, those types of things that you take to keep your health good on a day-to-day basis over a long period of time, that's really what uh, Meds by Mail is designed to do, not so much the emergency stuff. Well, I can certainly understand that because I've went into the doctors and they've had to put me on... uh, antibiotics, knowing I could get them from the VA, but I couldn't wait, you know, what, 10 days? Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go to the performance, so uh, get them filled there, because my land, you wait 10 days, you'd be dead. (laughs) Yeah, or you you risk losing a limb or or something worse than than either one of them. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah, just uh, look out for yourselves out there, folks, and remember a buck isn't everything. Um, sometimes you just got to take care of yourself and pay the cost. That's all there is yeah. to it. Yeah. Bite the bullet. Yep, yep. So, but, uh, well, that's some good programs you got going here, Glenn. Yeah, I know. My land, Champ B.A.'s on good. the ball. It's not all gloom and doom, you know? Well, that's that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, let me let me give you a couple of phone numbers really quick. Okay. Um, so folks can. Uh, so the I talked earlier about the uh, about Walgreens providing those uh, flu shots. Well, they're already doing it. It says officially the the uh, program starts October first, but Walgreens was awarded the contract at the beginning of. Uh, the middle of, of last month, so they've been given these these vaccinations since August 24th. Uh, we do have a, a number of um, informational products being being distributed and sent out and put online, and and uh, Walgreens as well is having uh, uh, an information campaign of their own. If you go by their stores, you'll see the posters and things up. But if you uh, if you live in a place and you're kind of out there in the boonies like I am, and you're wondering where your nearest Walgreens is that participates in this, um, you can call uh, 1-800-WALGREENS, actually 1-800-WALGREEN. Uh, that number is 1-800-925-4733. I'll say that again. It's one 800 Nine two five four seven three three, and you can tell them where you live, and they'll tell you the, the nearest participating uh, uh, Walgreens. Uh, you can also go to walgreens.com forward slash find a store. That's a website of theirs. I'll say that again. It's walgreens.com forward slash uh, find a store. And uh, you can type in your uh, your address, and it'll tell you um, exactly uh, uh, where the nearest one is to you. 
Now, if you're if you're uh, one of those folks that's a little leery about getting uh, vaccinated for the flu, and you're wondering about this year's flu vaccine and the type of influenza it's been developed to stop, um, you can go to uh, the CDC uh, Center for Disease Control website, and that's www dot cdc dot gov forward slash flu flu so that's www dot cdc dot gov forward slash flu and that one uh um Glenn that, you still there yeah I'm here uh oh I can hear you. Yeah. Gerald. Yeah, I hear you now. (laughs) Yeah, what happened, man? I don't know. It just went blank. (laughs) Oh. I I just had a whole whole diatribe on phone numbers and websites, so let me do it again real quick. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and just do the last one, Glenn. We got the first first three. Okay. So the the last website I gave you... Um, had to do with the Center for Disease Control, and it tells you about all the different types of flus that are out there this year, and it tells you about the vaccine that's been developed to fight those flus this year, and it'll give you a lot of good information uh, about if there's any side effects to the shot and, and all that sort of thing. So let me give you that web address really quick. It's www.cdc, Charlie Delta Charlie dot gov forward slash flu flu so that's www dot cdc dot gov forward slash flu and that has some uh has some really good information on it and uh uh i, I really hope as many veterans that are registered with uh, the va uh that hear this uh, uh, go out and get themselves a free shot. And don't forget, it doesn't have to be at a Walgreens. It can be at a VA uh, uh, clinic, or it can be at a VA hospital as well. Well, and as long as everybody gets their shots, that's what's important. Yeah. But being able to go to Walgreens in your own neighborhood there locally without driving 35, 40, 50 miles, it's, that's really a good deal. Yeah. Now, that's 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 really something you want to take advantage of. And uh, you know, we, we put an article in the newsletter for uh, the Office of Rural Health. And uh, you know, part of this, this initiative was really to get those folks out there in the in the uh, in the rural areas, some of our, our great farmers and loggers and, and miners and those folks that are veterans, give them an opportunity uh, to get a, a a really easy access, no cost flu vaccination, as opposed to having to drive all the way to a clinic or wait for a mobile clinic or go to a VA medical center, and it's it, it really worked out quite well. And we we. We hope we get even more this year, and next year we're hoping to expand it even farther. And uh, hopefully you'll have me on next year before fall time so I can talk about it again. Well, hopefully we're going to get you back on this year. Well, I, yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm here for you. Well, good deal. I mean, you know, this is this is terrific information. And uh, that's what we're trying to do is keep everybody, uh, you know, Hazard has over, what, 16,000 members now. And uh, awesome. uh, this this is uh, very useful information. Yeah, and, and let me get, let me throw out one more uh, thing. Uh, here's my email. So if you got questions about the retail pharmacy, uh, uh, program, or if you have any kind of questions about Champ VA, 
uh, go ahead and, and you can email those to me. And I, if I can't answer them, I will find, I will absolutely find somebody who will. And so uh, my uh, email address is Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, dot Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, at V-A dot gov. And I am uh, exceptionally good at answering my emails. So uh, anytime you got questions about the flu shot campaign or certainly all year long, anytime you got questions about Champ VA, uh, go ahead and give me a call. And I would prefer uh, that you either call me or give me a call, uh, email me. I would prefer that you, that you email me rather than, than talking to the hospital or talking to uh, uh the regional office, because those guys don't run the CHAMP VA program. And although almost everybody in the VA has heard about it, it's it's uh, it's a pretty unique program, and a lot of folks uh, may steer you wrong if they're not part of the program. And so it's it's best just to call us or contact the stories. You can call our 1-800 number at 1-800-733-8387, or you can email me at, at Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, dot j-o-h-n-s-o-n at v-a dot gov and i will be happy to answer any questions you have or address any concerns you have well that's good and we appreciate it glenn i tell you what you've done a, a good service um this is helping a lot of veterans and and uh you know just this deal with walgreens it might not seem like a lot to some people, but it could save somebody's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they don't say, well, I'm going to put it off. I don't want to drive all the way down there 50 miles just to get a flu shot. And then here they can go locally and get it. And, you know, uh, let's hope more more veterans will take advantage of getting their flu shots. Yeah, I, I, it's you know, especially the older veterans. You know, some of the older veterans um, get a little hard in the head sometimes about not wanting anything from the VA or not doing anything with the VA or not wanting to bother. I'm a tough guy. I've always been a tough guy. Well, uh, here's the deal, tough guy. Go be a tough guy and get a shot, okay? Yeah. Because, uh, that's that's where your bread's buttered. Okay. Every, everybody knows you're uh, a big, strong veteran, and and you're independent. And by God, you're not going to be told what to do. But here's one chance. You probably need to just tell yourself what to do and go down and get a flu shot. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and uh, not only a flu shot. Those that haven't had a pneumonia shot, if they're over 65. Or even over 60, I would recommend them all getting pneumonia shots. I'd get those regularly. Yeah. Or, but uh, now we're not we're not doing that retail yet, but um, it's 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 still available down at your medical center, your your uh, uh, clinic. Oh yes, yes, they give me a flu shot. Or pneumonia shots, but uh, this is a good deal. The Walgreens and the the flu shots. Everybody needs to capitalize on that. That's right. Because right. uh, you know, uh, there's not a VA medical facility in every town. And some do have to drive a pretty good distance to get to them. Yep. And uh, if you got one just, you know, half a mile from home or a mile or two miles from the house, pull into a Walgreens, go in there and get you a shot. But I can see here we're about out of time, Glenn. I want to appreciate, but you know we really appreciate you coming on and and uh, giving us this information because it's important. 
Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you could have me on, and I really appreciate coming out and talking to you folks. So, well, anytime you need me, give me a call. By golly, we'll sure do it, and and uh, keep up the good work because it's it's appreciated out here. I'll let you know that. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are listening. I'm glad you're ta- uh, uh, allowing me to participate. Well, it's our honor, I'll tell you that. And uh, let's hope we help some veterans here. Save them a trip. Yep. So, uh, with that, uh, John, uh, thank you. Do you have any questions? No, no, no. Ground old Glenn pretty well. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, this will be uh, Gerald Cook with the Had It podcast, and uh, we appreciate y'all listening in, and hope you you learned something from today's show. And if you didn't, let us know. Go get a flu shot. Yeah, go get a flu shot at your nearest Walgreen. There you go. This will be Gerald Cook. We'll be signing off for now. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bachelor Show. <laughs>